0: welcome to another episode of the hoop talk podcast by fans for fans i'm ryan there's my guy jalen
1: what's up everybody
0: this podcast is where we discuss all things basketball so expect a lot of hot takes debates and a true display of basketball knowledge let's get right into it Our topic today is our preview of the WNBA finals with the matchup being set last night as the Las Vegas Aces defeated the Connecticut Sun. So now the Las Vegas Aces, the number one seed in the WNBA take on the number two seed Seattle Storm. So Jalen, I have to ask because Brianna Stewart was not participating in the season last year and now she's here this year. So what sort of, contribution do you think that Brianna Stewart is going to have now to Seattle
1: I mean isn't it clear the last time she was on the roster they won the chip I mean 2018 she was the MVP they won the championship this year they basically steamrolled through the playoffs considering they also got a first round bye and i mean they made the Lynx look crazy game 1 88 to 86 i think they were just sleeping on the Lynx And just figured, hey, we can take them out with pure talent by itself. Won by a squeak out 88 to 86, two-point victory. Then they go into game two, smack them for 89 to 79. And it's just one of those things where, you know, Brianna Stewart doesn't even have her best game. 17 points, seven assists, eight rebounds. Jewel Lloyd was actually the person who led the charge with 20 points and five rebounds. Then we go into game three. The closeout game where Seattle just literally punched the links in their mouth, basically made them forget why or how it was that they got to the, the, the conference finals round in the first place, and then you throw on top of that the fact that Brianna Stewart, you know, only slept into a 31-7-6 and 6 night to close the series out, where the Seattle Storm won 92-71 to 71. in a closeout game, Ryan with a chance to go up to the god dang WNBA finals, it wasn't like, it wasn't even a competition. They ended it just as good as they started the series out. You would have thought it would have happened in reverse, but instead the Seattle Storm only got better as the series went along. And I think that has a lot to do with Breonna Stewart, who also raised her game a ton. So I think it's clear that basically as long as Brianna Stewart is a factor on the Seattle Storm team, they are always going to be the first, second, and at worst, maybe the third best team in the league moving forward.
0: Well, if you think about how well, how amazing, should I say, or how, how well Breonna Stewart has played in the playoffs so far, game one, 21 points, 10 rebounds, three assists, seven to 12 from the field. Game two, even though she didn't hit a single three in the game and shot four of 13 from the field, She still managed to put up 17 17 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists, 3 steals, and 2 blocks. And then you see Game 3 where she went off for 31 points, 6 rebounds, 7 assists, 3 steals, 2 blocks, shot 14 of 22 from the field, 2 of 4 from beyond the arc. I knew she was going to be a standout, and she's definitely going to be a factor in the finals. I think that, listen, Breonna Stewart needs – needs to know that she's maybe the MVP. She she's really the MVP of this team. We we we've mentioned time and time again that she's the Kevin Durant of the WNBA. Honestly, she's one of the best players in the WNBA and I feel like last year they did really have they didn't have her and they really struggled in the playoffs to just try to go back to back in 2018 after they defeated the Mystics. But now that they have her there's a chance, I feel like, that Seattle really can, can take over in the finals and possibly end this series in three games. Now, obviously, given the fact that the Las Vegas Aces are the best team in the WNBA, even without Liz Cambridge and Kelsey Plum, this could be a series that ends up going to five games. What do you think, Jalen?
1: I mean, I definitely think it's on the table. I mean, before we transition from the Storm and look at the Aces side of things, I think it takes one thing that really needs to be pointed out about the Seattle Storm team is their ability to transition between what dynamic duo is going to have a great night for them on a game-to-game basis between Jewel Lloyd, Brianna Stewart, and of course, Sue Bird. It pretty much is a toss up as to who is going to give you the buckets on a nightly basis. But no matter what, you always you always seem to see production out of at least two out of the three players. For example, let's just go through the semifinals round in particularly. So in game one, in that 88 to 86 win against the Lynx, it was Brianna Store who had 21 points and 10 rebounds. And Jewel Lloyd was actually the person who led the team in points with 25 points and six rebounds of her own. Sue Bird only had 11 points in the game, but she did contribute eight assists. Then let's take a look at game two. Game two, a little bit of similar circumstances, um, not to the same degree um, in terms of the two putting out, out The two scoring output, but 17 points from Brianna Stewart, 20 points again to lead the team from Jewel Lloyd, only seven points from Sue Bird, five assists. But then things switch on their head a little bit, and we go into game three, closeout time. And Ryan, we already know how we feel about Sue Bird when it comes to the big moment, the get her done mentality that she gets into. And so what happens with that? While Brianna starts, you know, sleepwalking into her smooth 31, seven and six, Jewel Lloyd has a rough seven, seven point night. And who's there to save the day? Sue Bird with 16 points to be second-leading scorer for the team with nine assists, dang near a double-double on the night. So the fact that they can transition where one of those three ladies can pick up the pace when one of the others falls down and always have two strong outputs from two of their top three players on a nightly basis makes them extremely dangerous. So I think looking at this, you know – The question is, really, if the Storm are to win the championship, I just wonder who – how. I just am intrigued to see what the voting process is for who wins finals MVP because on a nightly basis, any of these ladies could easily step into the conversation of being the finals MVP if their team is successful and winning the championship.
0: Well, I agree that this MVP can go to anyone on the Storm, honestly, because I feel like within the big three – if Sue Bird isn't having a good night, like you said, you can, you can rely on Stewart and you can rely on Jewel Lloyd. If Brianna Stewart isn't having a good night, you can rely on Jewel Lloyd, and Sue Bird to have a good night. If you rely on uh, Bre- on, if you rely on uh, Lloyd to have a good night and she doesn't have a good night, then you can rely on Brianna Stewart and Sue Bird. If two out of the three of them don't have a good night and one of them does, they still manage to win the game. Seattle is like one. Seattle is probably one of the best, maybe well built teams in the league right now. I think they are one of the most well put together teams from top to bottom, starting lineup to the last person on the bench that I've seen in a very long time. Honestly. You probably have to go back to the Houston Comets in the '90s and early 2000s when they were taking over the WNBA from its inception to find a team that is equally as good as the Seattle Storm. With that being said, transitioning to the Las Vegas Aces would Kelsey Plum and Liz Cambridge, if they were in the if if Kelsey Plum and Liz Cambridge were in the bubble right now in the WNBA. And they were a part of this one-seeded best team, Las Vegas Aces. How do you think this series would fare differently than the Vegas team, than the Vegas Aces that that are in the bubble now?
1: I mean, honestly, I think it's going to go to five games regardless. As much as we were hyping up the Seattle Storm and talking about what would or could be if they are to win the championship, it's not going to be that kind of walk in the park with the Aces the way they are. And with those two, Cambridge and Plum on the team, shoot, I might need a seven-game series just to see how how crazy these ladies can go because they're two really well together, uh, well-put-together teams, like you mentioned earlier. And I think that what makes them – that much more dangerous in that circumstance is I honestly think that with those two on the team and then mixing in Aja Wilson, MVP Aja Wilson, we have to say now, honestly, we would probably be saying the exact same thing we're saying about the, uh, about the, uh, the storm right now, we would be talking the same way about the aces. I think we were talking about the Phoenix suns, uh, Phoenix, uh, Mercury's trio so much that we, We almost slept on the Storms trio, and that almost puts it even more in perspective that if the Las Vegas Aces get healthy, they have their own trio to walk into next season with, and they're already potentially on a championship run coming in the next season. Either way, they're either the champion or the runner-up, and they weren't even fully healthy. So put that all in perspective. I think the biggest thing about this is just the fact that we understand that they're not here. We understand that Plum and Cambridge are not in this series, and that that is gonna that does change your perspective on things a little bit. But here's where I do maintain faith that the Aces can get this series not only to five games but win the whole dang thing, dude. <laughs> this girl ain't Angel McAlltree. I mean it's it's been something it's been something different, dude. I mean in game one, look look in game one we let's just break down the series. Game one was rough for the Aces, a sixty two to eighty seven loss, and it was rough. McCarty only had six points. Aja Wilson was barely keeping the team together with the nineteen points that she had. But let's 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 progress all the way down, and let's get to. Let's get to game three, 14 points. Let's take a look at game four. 6, and five. That's the one I was waiting to get to the most. 29, six, and five as what was looking like the Batman to Aja Wilson being the the Robin for a night. And, And Aja Wilson's version of being a Robin is 18 points and 13 rebounds. Like, what is going on with this team? This team is absolutely crazy. McCautry is an excellent Robin. And then that almost makes you feel like, dude, when this team gets healthy next year, we could be talking about the Las Vegas Aces, like the goddamn Warriors once they brought KD back, brought KD onto the roster. Like, this is legitimately a team that is dangerous right now, not even at full strength. They're the number one seed for a reason. And like, like I said before, we might be talking about the Seattle storm in a way where it's if they win the championship, when they win the championship, but they got to get past the aces first. And man, here's my second point that I feel like is extremely important. And maybe it's just a lot of deja vu coincidence stuff. But in 2018, Brianna Stewart won the, won the, the MVP and she followed it up with a championship in 2019. Elena Deladon of our DC Mystics won the MVP and followed it up with a championship. If history repeats itself, that means Aja Wilson and the Las Vegas Aces are in a perfect position to potentially come out of 2020 as the WNBA champions of this season. So I mean, it's huge history on the backs of their side. It just means huge history is on their side in this case. It just Man, I-, I wish we could get more than five games of this series, but shoot, it's going to have to do, but it's going to be a good one.
0: This is maybe the most anticipated series in WNBA history. If you think about it, I mean, the circumstances, the fact that they're in, they're in their own bubble and Vegas is still the best team in the w- WNBA without their two top stars. They're relying on Aja Wilson who is the MVP of the league, which I told everyone, you, got, you have to put some respect on Aja Wilson's name.
1: You called and it early.
0: I did, and here we are. She's the MVP of the league, and it's not hard to see why. Game one, 19 points, uh, nine rebounds, two blocks, eight of 15 from the field. Game two, 29 points, seven rebounds, seven blocks, 13 of 19 from the field. Game three, 12, 20 points, 12 rebounds, two assists, two blocks, two steals, six of 15 from the field. Game four, 18 points, 13 rebounds, four assists. Game five, 23 points, 11 rebounds, four assists, three blocks.
1: Mm-mm, she's, mm-mm.
0: she's the reason why she – this team season, in its short tenure – in Las Vegas, and now I feel like she has to do this in Game 5. I think she has a chip on her shoulder now, leading the best team in the league into a new series against a much tougher opponent that has a lot of weapons. This is going to be one for the books if Aja Wilson continues that trend of league MVP to... WNBA champion.
1: Yeah, man. Like you said, that was, that was a strong way. That was a strong way to end the in the take right there, bro, is this, this is going to be one for the books. Cause I think it's going to be a dog fight. I think that this could go down as one of the better series we've seen. I was very impressed with the mystics versus Connecticut sun series last year. And it really did come down to the wire and it took really extremely great performances from a, from a knockdown shooter and Emma Misaman to really take the get, take the series over to help the mystics over, uh, overcome the Connecticut sun and the like, just overwhelming defensive presence that they have across their team. But this, this series right here has the names. It has the pedigree, it has the chance to go to a five, to five games, and that's a perfect mixture for, like you said, a series that could go down in the books. So it's going to be crazy.
0: In the words of Terrell Owens, NFL Hall of Famer, get your popcorn ready. Yes, sir. So, question of the day for our fans. Who is your X-Factor going into the WNBA Finals? Is it Breonna, Stu- or Breonna Stewart? Is it Aja Wilson? Is it Sue Bird? Is it Jewel Lloyd? Is it Angel McCautry? Who is it? Let us know down in the comments section below. This has been a great episode today on the Hoop Talk Podcast. Of course, make sure when you rate our podcast on Apple, please give us five stars. And of course, make sure you subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you guys next episode.
1: Peace!